0: New Year, same show, same guest you've heard before. It is the first Art School Albums episode of 2021. My guest today, he's been on the show more than anybody, although I admittedly am surprised he hasn't been on the show more than he actually has. My guest today is Jake Klingensmith And Jake, how are you?
1: Thank you, Case. Thank you for having me. I'm doing very well. This is appearance number four, I believe.
0: Yeah, you would have done the first episode, which was Pinkerton. You did the Christmas episode with Allison Cochran, the Chris oh, and Christmas album. I forgot about the one. This one's five. This is five, because then you did, uh, we solved racism and talked about broken social scene. We Correct. talked about Kanye West with Caleb Soul, And now, yeah, appearance number five. You know, a year ago, the first episode of 2020. Five-timers we, we had Tally Dooley on the show talking about Vampire Weekend. that was a year ago, and it might be the reason that this past year was as awful as it was, so we're going to try Ooh. to change things up and start wow. with you in 2021.
1: That's crazy that you say that, because, okay, so for everyone wondering, uh, K- Case pitched this episode to me. Um, we didn't really have a, much of an idea for it, um, and I thought I would, I, would, uh, I thought I would surprise him with the premise, Case, are you ready?
0: Yeah, to to clarify, I forgot that I had to do an episode because I went two weeks without doing anything. I, you know, I took Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve off and then realized a few days ago, oh, I have to do this again. That's my bad. So I've been talking to Jake for about since episode number three about perhaps changing the format a little bit. And so there's no album review today. We have a list of topics that I'm sure we'll hit at some point but Jake, I, I think I'm titling this episode on shuffle. I think we're just going to wow. shuffle through a list of topics and then we're going to be done here. It's something new, but I'm, I'm ready for whatever you have to spring on me.
1: Well, allow me to add something to the top of the queue <laughs> <laughs> because it's so funny that you mention uh, that Tally's episode and how Tally's episode ruined the whole year. Cause guess what? What's that? Tally's here.
0: Oh, no way.
1: Here she is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is fascinating. Tally Dooley is now on the Zoom call. I was not expecting this. I did almost do the same exact thing with Caleb's soul and surprise Jake, but I decided <laughs> not to do it at the last minute. But we now have a three-person Zoom call. Tally Dooley, how are you doing?
2: Oh, Kaze, I am so good. I think we should get Caleb in here.
0: I
1: think we could get Caleb in here, <laughs>
0: Jake. Would you like to send Caleb Soul a text to see if he can That's hop be... on a Zoom call right now? I That's think be... that would be that would be a tremendous use of our time because I, I I was planning on bringing up at some point throughout this episode. Caleb, Jake, and I were in a text thread discussion last night that I would like to rehash over the air because I I felt like I was perhaps alienated and oh, and put, put down to an extent in, in a way that I wasn't expecting. But, but, but let's wait to see if Caleb can hop You're on the call before we dive into that topic. Tally, I want to ask you. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no, no no no, <laughs> no, 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 You are burying the lead, Tally. Right before you got on this call, he said the first episode of last year, I swear to God he said this, and you'll hear it when this episode comes out. He said Tally Dooley's episode was the first of last year's and perhaps was a reason the year went the way it did.
2: Case! It hasn't even been 24 hours since you told me that my episode was your mom's favorite episode.
0: This is true. So the one-year anniversary show, which happened, I think, the first week of December, I had Madeline Penn on the show. Madeline was my ex-girlfriend, very good friend of mine. I was happy <laughs> to have her on the show. It was very. I, I. Jake described the episode to me as like listening to a hostage situation, but. I he had a game, by the way. <laughs> I, I had a good time. I thought the episode was fun to do. So oh my mom texts me the day the episode comes out and she was like, Oh, so much fun you had Madeline on the show. Definitely one of my top three episodes you've done. Now I don't want to litigate as to why it was my mom in my mom's top three. I don't know what she's heard and what she hasn't, wasn't really interested in getting into that discussion. So finally a few nights ago, we're hanging out and, and having a conversation. And she goes, so how did you get Madeline on the show? And I was like, I sent her, I sent her a text. Pretty simple process. <laughs> but since you brought it up, why was she only in your top three? And my mom was like, well, yeah, I've never met Tally, but I just I just know I love her. I love that episode. Oh, so,
2: my God.
0: I mean, the praise is there in one aspect, Tally, but – uh, maybe it was just our chemistry. I think we had too much fun recording that Vampire Weekend episode and it, <laughs> it let everything else downhill in yeah, the next yeah, year. No.
2: So much fun. Everyone loved it. And that's why you've totally and completely invited me back on the podcast.
0: I, uh, this
1: summer, uh, during like peak pandemic in quarantine, I listened to it when I missed Chicago. I listened to that episode.
2: Oh, okay. Can we talk about...
1: Also, Caleb said that- he would hop
0: in. Okay. Well, that's great.
2: Can we talk about the, the the one thing that we're all avoiding talking about right now in regards Please. to my podcast episode?
0: Go ahead, it's Dally.
2: I sound sexy. <laughs> on a I podcast? Do. On, on On your podcast case, my voice, I sound good. It I was really a, good.
0: a critically acclaimed episode. I think it is in the top five of most listened to episodes. I know griffin mengs in the airplane over the sea episode was a big hit um, my friend kevin Hare, we talked about title fight that one that one was pretty big but people love the vampire weekend people love the tally i think that episode gave us a good reflection of our relationship i know at one point i said i didn't like a song on the album and tally said this is why no one loves you and i think that is just a good reflection okay. as to who bit. we
2: are <laughs> whatever I stand so, by making fun of you on everything I
0: said. Absolutely. Well, well Tally, I'm, I'm glad to have you back. I can't believe it's been a year since we sat in the WCRX studios in Chicago and had that episode. The show has morphed and evolved to some extent since then. Obviously, we're doing it here as well. Jake and I have no album review planned today. We just have a list of topics to talk about. And mm-hmm. I do kind of want to toss out topic number one Right off the bat, and I will, I will let Tally speak first on this because she has not seen the list of topics. I, I will,
1: told her, I told, I ran her through the list.
0: Of course, you did. Well, at, at the very least, I, I just want to to throw this out there. And Tally, I want you to catch the ball and I want you to run with it a little bit. Okay. Taylor Swift fans, what's wrong with them?
2: Okay, crazy <laughs> way you worded that. Something weird. Weird. Um. Taylor Swift. As a person not my fave does she have some hits in her discography remember i learned that word on your podcast last. this time? is true good callback <laughs> um absolutely she does she absolutely grand slams some of those songs you know what i mean and i haven't listened to any of her new albums um taylor swift fans There's a level, you know? Anyone who's like me, who's like, yeah, she's had some hits. Yeah, maybe I'll listen to her old, like, first album just because it reminds me of middle school. Or, like, yeah, I respect what she does. Great. Those are totally fine. Those are fine people. Any step further than that, you're crazy. You're crazy. And, like, to be, like, really diehard, like, for Taylor Swift of all people, it's just, like, Crazy. I mean, that's, I know that Taylor Swift still maintains a lot of fame right now and relevancy, but that would be like being here in the year 2021 and being like my favorite musician, my favorite musical artist is Katy Perry. You know, like no (laughs) one does that. No one says that.
0: (laughs) And I, tally, like, tally, I think that's a super balanced perspective to have i cut you off would you like to would you like to continue no, your thoughts or are you done
2: i just think that being a taylor swift fan should mean you liked her in her prime and you'll dabble in it event every once in a while and if you're into these new sort of folky albums totally cool i haven't dived in but i'm sure they're good but like anything more than that chill out
0: Jake, your thoughts on Taylor Swift? I know you have a vested interest in this as a Kanye West stan. You guys, this is you. You
1: incorrectly painted me as a Kanye West stan last time. I said I like both of their music. But uh, you guys are really common for Tony Gange right now. I think she's a Taylor Swift stan. Look,
0: That's, Tony Gage Tony has on, not on. been on the show. I would like to have her on the show. I think she's a delightful and fascinating human being. And the Zoom window opens up, and who do we see? But Caleb's soul is on the <laughs> Zoom call. This episode is out of control. Caleb, how are you doing?
3: I'm great. Uh, we already started. Oh, yeah, we're, we're literally are <laughs> part of the way through the episode. Caleb, hey, well, right, this,
2: uh, this episode was only supposed to be Case and Jake.
3: i was i was texting every single one of you while
0: you're recording
2: this yeah me and caleb made plans (laughs) to hang out later don't worry about it
0: caleb your thoughts on taylor swift fans um
3: man uh the ones that are like jake are fine um but the ones that have been around for the ones that have been around for a really long time concerned
0: i i think and we did we did not hear jake jake's thoughts so let me let me go back to him with the top left corner of my zoom screen jake uh please explain yourself um
1: okay this is what i'll say i think like her huge hits like tally i'm like yeah those are like undeniable how you, and i don't even like if you want to get into the albums and like listen to them and have like kind of a like an opinion on the album sure that's great but, like, it is, it's weird to me to have, like, super strong opinions about Taylor Swift, like, one way or the other. To be like, I hate Taylor Swift. Or to be like, yes, Taylor, yes! Like, either one is kind of, like, a strange... Cause for
3: concern. This.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I, I think we're roughly on the same page because, to, to Jake's point, and Tally said the same thing as well, like, it's weird if you are extremely anti-Taylor Swift because You Belong With Me is one of the best pop songs ever written. There's undeniable, undeniable greatness in that catalog. But I think about the fact that this year, I believe Folklore received an 8.0 on Pitchfork And they doxed the reviewer of the pitchfork (laughs) review because it wasn't high enough because it lowered the Metacritic score too much for the likings of the Swifties. And I think about how the New York times published the John Lewis obituary and how in the comments, there were people talking about the review of folklore, the New York times and how it wasn't good enough. And it's not a hot take, but I have an issue with that, and I don't know what to do about it because we're, we're, we're living in this time, you know, and, and all of us in the Zoom call, look, we love sports, okay? We all can't get enough of the pigskin. We all can't get enough of the basketball. We love baseball. We all love it. Music is not sports, though, and we're now seeing people show up to these events with their BTS jerseys, and with their Taylor Swift fitted hats. And I don't like oh, the, wow. the, the the militaristic vibe of some of these fan bases. Am I, am I often saying any of this?
3: No, you're absolutely right. We
1: Thank do you,
3: We all love baseball, especially. <laughs> We're super into baseball.
2: Uh, yeah, throughout, uh, you just, throughout your chance
3: it's, of having on the pod.
2: Yeah, Say that
1: again. True. <laughs> You'll never get Taylor Swift on this podcast now.
0: No, because wow. I think I think Taylor's one of those people that like if Taylor Swift met me, I think she would like me. It's kind of my Judd Apatow theory, where like if Judd got to know me, he'd be into this because it's like in a- order
3: in order for her to like you, you'd have to be able to look her in the eyes.
0: <laughs> I think I can do that. No, I don't know, Kate. Okay. No, it's Taylor. What am I, afraid of Taylor Swift? Like, no. No, like she, no she's. <laughs> like, I could. Like, I, I don't have an issue with Taylor Swift. I think I'd be able to look her in the eyes very much. She might be taller than me, which is the issue. I don't like hanging out with people that are taller than me. But, like, a Taylor Swift Judd Apatow type, where it's like, oh, like, look at who they surround themselves with. They're kind of like the glue in this quirky group. And I'm, like, one of the quirky group members. A Taylor Swift Judd Apatow type. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know either.
0: So, yeah. now that I've gotten going on this, I think it's good now that Caleb's on the call to, to rehash this text conversation that Jake Caleb and I had last night, where I sent the fellas a link to a YouTube video of a dipset set freestyle. This was Camron, this was Joelle Santana, and this was Jim Jones, and they were freestyling over a beat. It was sick. I love rap. And I said, you know, this is like the boys after we get the Bill Gates vaccine. Like, this is what we're going to be doing. And then I I said Jake was clearly the Cameron of our group that I possessed a lot of Joel Santana energy and that Caleb is obviously the Jim Jones in this trio. And I was taken aback by the fact that Jake and Caleb don't seem to tag themselves as as a member of any rap group that they discover. I thought this was a very normal thing to do. So let me throw it to Tally real quick. Uh, when you see a group of musicians, rappers, rockers, the likes, do you tag yourself as which member you would be?
2: Um, I think the only ever applies to, like, boy bands or bands that are, like, iconically, like, three to three-plus members. You know, like, because, like, regular bands, no. You know, like, when there's clearly a front-runner dude or girl. Um but like with one direction sure or even like in sync
0: And which one direction member would you be?
2: There's a lot of debate that you're opening up a whole thing. Um <laughs> I think when me and my roommates did like a Oh sorry my cat is breaking in. Um when my roommates and I did a tag yourself like game and we got One Direction I think I ended up with Harry Styles which is such a brag and I don't want to be that person that's like I don't want to be a case type like when case says I think Taylor Swift and Judd Apatow would love me I don't want to be like I think I would be the Harry Styles of a situation however I don't really identify with any of the other ones
0: To be fair, I don't really want to be a case type either. I've been trying to not be this for a long time. This is like a medicated uh, therapeutic version of case, which is frightening to think about that this was at one time worse.
1: I would would say you're the Harry Styles of this four right here.
2: Yeah, that's no doubt. I'll confidently say that.
1: If this is a post- Zayn? Post Zayn, One Direction. There's only four left. Near the yeah, hair,
2: hair and I'm definitely Harry Styles. I would say that... <sighs> this is hard. I'm going to go Case is Liam. Okay.
3: That sounds right. Can we get, can we get like some why? Like...
2: Yeah. So Case would be Liam because Liam is... Uh, he means well. And, and he is very cute and he, he, he does like sort of like the, um, how do I explain it? The voc- in like, in terms of their vocals, like he is not doing melody, but he is making it the full sound, you know? So like within this dynamic of four, like maybe Case isn't doing any of the fancy stuff or the quick jokes, but Case makes it what it is. Right um next up <laughs> oh so it's between Louie and niall for you two
3: yeah
2: i'm gonna go ahead and say caleb is Louie and jake is niall okay um, i don't know
1: those are like maybe the two members i know the least about
2: Nile is the tiny little blonde irish one how is that not caleb
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs>
2: Niall is, like, is is the weirdest of them. Mm, they're all kind of weird. But Niall is never trying to be weird, but always is.
1: A Jughead type.
2: A Jughead uh. type. <laughs> um, And sort of an Archie type. Alright, I'm listening now. Yeah, I know. Um, He also just, like, Seems like he's kind of in his own world the whole time. He's Mm -hmm. not really aware that he is in One Direction and one of the most famous people in the world. Wow. Um, And then Louis, Louis has vibes of like, just not even wanting to be in a boy band, (laughs) but also is the most boy band of them all. You know,
3: that works. Yeah.
2: And then I'm hairy because I mean, how could you say I'm not, you know? I know there was, I
0: couldn't, it's an intangible. It's an X factor type thing as you can't rate it. You just, you kind of know it. Tally, you mentioned cuteness as a factor. And I was wondering if we could rehash another text conversation that we recently had where I supposedly walked away from you freshman year in mid-conversation. Can we have this conversation on the podcast? Because I don't know a ton about this. This was all news to me. And and Tally, I can't imagine a better episode of the Art School Album (laughs) podcast where it's me and your friends, Caleb and Jake, on the On Shuffle episode, first episode of 2021, to hash this out.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Let me go find it. I'm going to pull up your Instagram.
0: Yeah, please do. This is, uh, you know, Tally and I are at a point we've known each other for almost four years. That goes back about, you know, a half dozen Rick Walker classes at this point. We were comrades in the Second City boot camp together. Tally and I have been through a lot. And I'm just kind of curious to see because this was information. I I thought I knew Tally Dooley's story for the most part. This was a new wrinkle that I was unprepared for. So Tally, whenever you're ready to share, by all means, please do.
2: This is the worst day of my life. <laughs> this is the worst day of my life. Um,
1: crazy thing to make a guest on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, so I'll set the scene. It's freshman year of college. Um, it's probably like, <laughs> like late first semester. Right.
0: We're talking October. We're talking November. We're talking maybe yeah. early December. No, <laughs> no, certainly not. It did not.
3: It did not last till
1: December.
2: <laughs> not December. Not December. We're talking late September, early October. Okay. Okay. Um. And here's here's my thing, right? Okay. So I. Had just finished up high school with all of my very close and lovely friends who...
0: And you were popular uh, in high school.
2: <sighs> you said this last time too.
0: Because you, you were.
2: Okay. I wasn't popular, but we liked to go out. And we would go to parties and things. And I'm not huge on drinking or smoking. And my friends were, which was not a problem. I would drive and it was always still very fun. But, I had not yet really interacted with a person who like didn't really vibe with alcohol and drugs, but like was still normal. You know what I mean? Which I assumed of you. Uh,
1: (laughs) Wrong assumption to make, but fair. (laughs) enough. Yep. No, I I, missed out on that last part. That last
2: part. I learned that right away. So then, when we had met and we were friends with. Jake and Katie, and I also grew up my, (laughs) when I was growing up, my soda was Sprite, you know?
1: This was part of it?
2: I'm just saying, I'm just trying to justify myself, okay? (laughs) So there was, there were just a lot of things that went into play, including the fact that like, you were like, no, I'm not really into it. And then you were into, like, cool music I'd never heard of, which was intimidating. And then you were like, I'd just rather drink Sprite. And I'm like, oh, damn, me too. You know? And then you did know, like, pop punk that, like, I had gone through most of high school with no one knowing any of those bands or songs. Like, I'm just from a very sort of normie friend group. But not really. But, you know. Um, and I and we would go to 5C together. Oh god, who could forget the uh
0: the comedy club like experience of Columbia College Chicago's 5C, where some people would throw around some batshit ideas for two and a half hours on a Thursday night, and we would all be like, that's kinda of funny. That's yeah. kinda of funny.
2: Also, in retrospect, freshman year, our freshman year, based on the classes that we had, you seem you seem like painfully normal and and well-adjusted comparatively you know what i mean so i was like this guy's so cool and i still think you're normal i just think that we are so opposite it's insane
0: (laughs) Tally, the other thing that we did freshman year was and this is very columbia college chicago specific but we went to i since i had been accepted into columbia i was like i want to be involved in columbia tonight which was the late night talk show Uh that columbia college chicago had i was like this is Not why I'm coming to school, but this is, like, a huge factor. Like, I am Columbia. I want to do this. And then I couldn't figure out any information about it. I knew they were meeting, but nobody – like, I didn't know anybody that was going or that knew anything. And then I finally found you, and you're like, oh, yeah, I I go to all the meetings. I was like, well, great. Can we go uh, whenever the next one is? And then we showed up to the next meeting, and we walked into an open circle of girls crying. And they were like, this is – this is going to be the last one of these meetings. Um, Columbia tonight has has met its end, and we'll be moving on from here. And I was like, oh my God, I I enrolled in this school to write late uh, late night talk show jokes, and now I have no option for it. So that was another thing we did freshman year.
2: Yeah. So (sighs) everything was new. I was nervous. Anyway, this all came together in a blended fusion of, i have a crush on case which is just so funny now because (laughs) not that case isn't worthy of a crush or anything like that but it's just like watching me and case interact it's insane to think that this was ever possible um plus you had a girlfriend still
0: this is true i had a new girlfriend at this point Uh, the relationship was young and relatively healthy
2: yeah um anyway.
1: <laughs> Relatively healthy.
2: I, I look
0: I'm realistic about it.
2: <laughs> I just wanted you to think I was cool and like me back and not even like really like me. I was it was like somewhere between a real crush and a friend crush. Like I just needed you. Period. Ooh, I just needed you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh on september 27th 2017 <laughs> oh my god you posted this on instagram uh about i don't even know the band oh name. that's the
0: big kaitana from south Kaetana philly
2: kaitana from south philly and may i add it's the only instagram of yours that, ever, that i liked <laughs> that, <laughs> wow holy shit i don't know. Oh, <laughs> I don't have any likes on any of your other photos. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh my god. Literally none of them. I even commented on this one and I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. That is so bad. To be fair, I'm really... (sighs) Sorry, I just saw this picture of you and... (laughs) Ganges!
0: Shout out Ganges.
2: Shout out Ganges again. Second time. Um... So you
0: see me at the Kaitana gig. This is this is fresh. Oh, yeah, you you, you don't you don't see me. I I only I bought tickets to that show the day of. I was supposed to go with Jake to a showing of a Richard Pryor special at the Music Box Theater and right before we were about to go, Jake was like, "Ah, I don't want to go. And I was like, well, I'm not going to that alone. Like, that would be insane behavior. But I was like, well, Kaetana is in town. Let me see if there are tickets available. And there were still tickets available, so I made a last-second change and ended up at that show. Oh, I didn't
1: know I was part of this.
0: (laughs) Yes, you're right. Jake, everything in the last four years, you have been a factor in some way, shape, or form.
3: (laughs) And I wasn't here yet. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> um anyway i'm i'm gonna be revealing the deepest parts of me right now and i know that there will be people that listen to this that have done the exact same thing and i am gonna be their brave spokesperson okay
1: yes oh my god yes. but
2: i saw that instagram and i was like okay he likes this weird band that i've never heard of that looks like it has a small ga- like following you know I'm going to, like, look into it, study up on this band, and then I'll talk to him about it next time I see him. Then Is this take...
3: a scene from, like, a 90s romantic comedy or
2: something?
3: <laughs> Are you Molly <Yeah>. Ringwald? <laughs> yeah. Is this music and lyrics? It
2: obviously worked out exactly how I wanted it to. Um, because the next day, in the dining hall of the building that I lived in, Case did not live there, but that's the only one we had. I see who else but Case, right? I'm pretty sure he was getting a piece of grilled chicken, uh, in a box to go because he wasn't going to stick around. I literally get in line near him. I wait. I oh, I physically remember waiting until he saw me and said hello. You know, so it's like I didn't even see him there.
3: I didn't know this. He saw
2: me. Do you remember what I was wearing? No.
0: Okay.
2: Probably. What you're wearing, right back? back. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what you're wearing.
0: <laughs> I'm not wearing a snapback. I'm wearing a fitted half. There's a huge difference. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Tally. I was wearing a snapback.
2: Yeah, you're wearing a snapback. Um.
3: That image is great. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I wait for you to me, and you're like, "Oh, hey, Tally." And then I go, "Hey," and then I'm like, "Oh, you saw." katana i don't even know the band. <laughs> you nailed you it. the band you nailed it keep going and you were like yeah cool right and i was like yeah i love them so much and then you were like yep and then you had walked away <laughs> and i didn't even notice because i was busy like getting food from wherever we were and i was like yeah so like how was the show and like <laughs> did you you know like what did you end up doing just like prompting you with questions and then I turn and you're not there. You had literally walked away from me and I never saw you again. Hey,
1: an insane move.
2: Insane. On move.
1: any social level. <laughs>
3: Look, I get it.
0: <laughs> I this all sounds I for I want to believe 100% of this story. This sounds all accurate and I would do the same thing tomorrow if provided with the opportunity. Where I you know I always leave them wanting more. That's the thing. If if mm. we would have had that conversation there Tally, you would have gotten sick of me. You would not be here on this podcast right now. I always leave them wanting more. That's why I leave parties at 11 o'clock. Uh, that's why I live my life the way I do. But, but Tally, and thank you for being so brave and sharing that story. You do raise a good question, which is what bands or artists have you pretended to like uh, to either impress a crush or for the sake of a spouse? Is there anybody you've ever lied to? Anybody you've ever lied about And They're like, oh, this is, this is good. But in reality, you know, it sucks.
2: I mean, I, will, I want the boys to answer first, but this is clearly not my first rodeo.
0: No, I, I, I wouldn't expect you to. Caleb is deep band. in thought. It sounds like maybe Jake has one of the holster, holster. No,
1: I'm sorry, I was answering a text. What did you ask? <laughs> oh my God.
3: <gosh>. On <laughs> <laughs> Shuffle, baby. <Yeah. laughs> Welcome to the Shuffle episode. <laughs>
0: I was asking if there's ever been a band or artist that you've, you've lied to your uh, either crush or significant other about it. Be like, oh yeah, no, they're really good. We can listen to them. But in reality, you know, they kind of suck shit.
1: Oh, wow. Hmm. I think, I think a band in high school that I, it was no specific person, but I felt like pressured to lie and say I enjoyed because I felt like a lot of people liked, like a lot of girls probably liked, was the 1975, who now, I actually think they have a couple of cool albums, but back then, yeah, no, it was, it was they were they were not it, my friend. And you kind of had to lie and say that that band was pretty cool.
0: Very good answer. I have been there as well. Good point. Hey, all- <laughs> yeah, hey, look, we've all lied about liking the 1975. <laughs> uh, Caleb, you're a bit of a recluse. Have you ever lied to a whatever? He's not have Jason.
3: I'm a <laughs> JD says, (laughs) "Are you?" The only thing that came to mind is uh, this past Christmas, um, my dad put on the Bee Gees documentary, and I had to pretend I gave a shit.
0: (laughs) You should have watched Dave on F. You should have watched Dave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, A documentary on Dave. There,
3: there were a few minutes, a few moments in the documentary. I was like, "Hmm, interesting." it wasn't it wasn't very interesting <laughs> but i don't i that's the only example i can think of
0: i know my first girlfriend which happened my senior year of high school she was really into marina and the diamonds and yeah. we, okay. we were we were together for less than a month's time but in that month's time i listened to a lot of marina and the diamonds It was like oh no this is like this is great power pop music like i'm super into this and i senior year of high school i'm listening to like AJJ and and Mischief Brew and whatever else is out there like I was not into the bedroom pop stylings of Marina and the Diamonds but but Tally what's on what's on your resume here of lying about music other than Katana?
2: Um there was one really screamo band that I pretended to enjoy for like 2 days cuz of some dude um <sighs> There's a lo- uh, there's a lot and then I don't there isn't you know Yeah,
0: I mean I, I, I'm not going to say you're a habitual liar, that's not what I'm saying, but it does seem like you lying about a band to get to a better place with someone is very much in your jurisdiction of things you would do. Yeah usually. yeah of course. I do want to point <laughs> out I was watching a Miley Cyrus video on the internet today and she said that Morrissey was one of her biggest influences. I would just like the the group's thoughts on that. So, looking ahead (laughs) to 2021, there's a lot to be excited about in this new year. I'm kind of curious, do we have any music goals for the new year, things you would like to get into, Hmm. uh, bad listening habits you would like to break? I know for me, I... I'm currently a little bit bored by my music. I'm kind of looking for some new stuff, and I have been turning to the rap game for a lot of it, a lot of early 2000s, bling-era rap. I have found a lot of solace in over this, this cold, wintry season. So I, I plan on diving into that a little bit more throughout this year. Do we have any musical goals for the new year?
3: I have, like – I haven't set any, like, goals, but – uh. Whatever the genre of music that, like, Fontaine's DC and, like, Proto-Martyr and Idols is, I see myself going that way a little more. Um, And just, like, digging my heels even further into, like, the obscure rap shit that I I can't get enough of.
0: Caleb, did you like the Idols album that came out this past year?
3: So, I didn't like the Idols one, but uh, I like the Proto-Martyr one, and I like... I don't know. I just like, for some reason, the idols one didn't click with me,
0: but knowing you, I'm surprised, especially proto-martyr to hear that you're dipping your toes into that genre, because that is not entirely my scene. I think I'm certainly adjacent to it in a few different aspects, but that seems much heavier than the stuff you would, that I would associate you listening to. Hey,
3: you know, I'm, I'm, I got full range of emotions, Mm -hmm. Mm case. That's right.
0: When I think of Caleb Saul, I think like, yeah, this guy has his emotions in check and he's not afraid to show them. So it's, I'm, I'm glad you're latching on to the music there. Jake, we have a photo book coming out from Lord this year. Are we expecting new music from her? What are you anticipating in 2021? So
1: um, do you want me to answer the Lord question or do you want me to answer my music goals?
0: Hey, quick? man, do whatever you want. I'm doing both. i doing both. Okay. Quick. Um,
1: 2021. So in 2020, uh, guys, 2021, 2020 was a crazy year. Some might say it's a
0: dumpster fire
1: listen uh but uh i i was in a weird like space <laughs> that whole time obviously everyone was and for some reason it made me not want to listen to like any new music and this was 2020 was by far the least amount of new music i've consumed in the last like five years
3: like, i just listened to npr news all year
1: <laughs> i like struggled to come up with like at the end of the year i was like what were some of my favorite albums this year and i was like i don't even know i could i I couldn't even make like a list, even if I'd wanted to, like, I just didn't listen to that much.
0: Did you ever listen to Punisher? Because I know at one point yeah, we I talked, okay. Because you had not heard the new Phoebe Bridgers project. I did listen
1: to Punisher eventually. Out. Yeah. Um, I like Stranger in the Alps a little better, I think. Um, but, uh, I still like Punisher. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I think it's just my goal to, to get back on that train and like really try and, uh, explore and find new music again um because I, I i think it was miss it was something i missed in this last year was like the hunt for new music um a lot of my year end was hyper pop for some reason that was the one the one genre that i was able to explore um, it kind give of me makes sense sense of year.
0: Hy- yeah give me uh, an example of a hyper pop artist if you if you had a pinpoint one
1: um i mean i think the person who like does it obviously the most successfully in the mainstream is probably like charlie xcx and 100 gex they like mess around with it um i listened to one of my top songs of the year was a was a remix of a chill pill song by uh what's her name ravina golden and uh she has some cool music that i like too but (coughs) and then to answer your uh lord question um i will consume any media that uh that lord puts out
0: I think that's a, that's a fair answer. you know Lord had the song Royals, my high school's nickname, Royals. It was a, it was a big hit over over at my stomping grounds. Uh, Tally, you're someone that never thinks about the music you listen to because why you have a better personality, you don't have to rely on this as a crutch. Uh, do you have any music goals for the, for the new year? Would you like to expand past your 70s dad rock playlist or is that okay. pretty much what we're locked in on?
2: Seems like Case hasn't even talked to me since the last time I was on his podcast. <laughs> 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 um, I I have definitely moved past the seventies rock. I'll dabble in it every once in a while. This year, by far, was the saddest year of music I have ever had. <laughs> um, which makes sense. Um, I think it's what a good makes sign. sense is that my number one song of the year was Motion Sickness. Mm-hmm. By Phoebe Ridgers. Got a little bit late start to that one. <laughs> and my second uh, top song of the year was Moving Right Along from the Muppets movie. <laughs> um, so, uh, that kind of speaks for itself, um, but I've got a lot of sad Hosier, sad Harry Styles, sad Frank Ocean. <laughs> Sad Lord, uh, and Sad there. Um, bon um, So really, I, I went on your podcast talking a big old game about never listening to sad music. And That's that, true. You gave me a bunch of shit for liking sad music, and look at where you are now. I know. However, the music that I took in that was like sad music is still not that sad. I say, at least. Um, but I think I'm trying to get back to where I need to be this year. Um, so I'm diving into pop a lot more, sort of hyper-pop stuff too. I finally been giving Charlie XCX a little bit of a listen. Uh, I don't know if I'm at that level yet. I did listen to a couple of 100 Geck songs the other day. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm more floating around like Kim Petras, Rico Nasty. Yeah. Um, that kind of vibe right now. Um, I, really am,
0: I am, I am coming that. to the conclusion and it, I, it was, uh, I, I had a misunderstanding that maybe 100 Gex was a song and now I am learning it as a person and that is going to be huge wow. in the new year to learn that that is huge.
1: It is it is two people, Caleb. Just two people.
0: Two people. Well, that is even better. I mean, that's you know, fifty Geck and fifty Geck. They make a hundred of them. That's great. I really thought it was a song up until now.
1: You would have done great on Twitter in December twenty nineteen. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I believe Case, I, I, I believe that. <clears throat> Ian Cohen wasn't tweeting about it, so I missed it.
3: Case, I have a question for you. Yes, um, do you do you listen to other like singer songwriters or just Phoebe Bridgers? Or, like in, in
0: that genre? Oh yeah, no. I, I Julian Baker, someone I respect. I can't totally get into her solo work, but she's popped up on Touche Amore albums and I really like her there. And I am a ginormous fan of Julia Jacklin, the Australian import. Right. I I think I I like her more than Phoebe Bridgers. I think her first record is, is At this point, probably underrated just because I I don't know if I could point to a single song on that album and be like, that is your jumping on point. I think the whole thing is really consistent. And then 2019's Crushing with Don't Know How to Keep Loving You, Pressure to Party, Body, all of those songs. And plus her cover of uh, Someday by The Strokes. I think she's brilliant and and she's typically uh, my torchbearer in that female uh, singer songwriter genre.
3: Yeah, I'm with you on the the Julia Jack. I was just curious. I'm always curious about like what, uh, like what stands out so much about Phoebe Bridgers. Like a lot of people like,
1: yeah, that's a
0: good point.
3: Champion her, but I feel like there's other people like in her lane that kind of do just as good, or, be- or better. But
0: I think there's almost that. I-, I said this about a Bright Eyes album once. And it would make sense that Phoebe Bridgers, who's so influenced by Bright Eyes, would have this as well. There's almost that Instagram caption-worthy. Uh, lyricism that Phoebe Bridgers does where I I think you can take a snapshot of a Phoebe Bridgers line and go like, Oh my God, look at this. And I think that helps her to a tremendous extent because although her songs are, are rich and full of depth on the surface, I think there's a lot of things that you can pull and pick apart that, that end up adding to her benefit. I also think that she is perhaps the only artist that will come out of the pandemic stronger than she came in. And that is because of her, tremendous online presence, her very funny tweets, her very funny Instagram stories, this and that. I think she plays the game well. I think people want to like Phoebe Bridgers, and thus someone like Julia Jacklin, who is, again, we'll say equally as talented, but doesn't have the rich online persona that Phoebe Bridgers has, is just going to struggle to make the same waves that Phoebe has made.
3: That makes sense. It's interesting, when you said the online presence thing, the other example is charlie XCX.
1: yeah that's sure. what i was
0: thinking too
3: yeah
0: um, is she very online yeah very. She,
1: her whole last album she like collaborated with that she made in quarantine she made like collaborated with her like twitter followers and would tweet out like i can't decide between these two lyrics which one is more emotional to you guys and they would like she would like she would like listen to her audience She'd be like okay i'm gonna use that lyric and then she would put it in the song
3: she posted all of her all of the stems to her Mm -hmm. music like all the tracks and was just like go crazy and so like there was like a community of songs around the album it was pretty
0: interesting that is wild i did not know that i would also if you're listening to this episode now i would anticipate on hearing some more charlie xcx content in the near future that is that is an artist that we are going to tackle within the next upcoming weeks uh, you know, we've been shuffling around for about 45 minutes now. Thought this was going to be a one-on-one with my man Jake. Turned into a, to a bit of a party here. Uh, certainly the, the biggest rager I've thrown since the middle of March. Really, since the four of us watched the NBA All-Star game together, which, That's as cool. I have said, was the last time that I felt true happiness. The, the, that was the best night of my life, as it turns out. Watching th- Kyle
1: Lowry take a charge from James Harden <laughs> <laughs> in the closing
0: minute. <laughs> oh, my God. that was! I got into an argument with a waitress, and then we went to Tally's apartment and watched the NBA All-Star Game, and it was the best night of my life. I remember, miss it so much.
1: You know what? I, I'm sorry. I know you were just trying to, like, move on, but the thing I remember most from that night was we were all really into that All-Star Game. You know, the NBA fans will know that there was a, it was, like, a, an exceptional All-Star Game. And then we were all, like, standing up towards the end, cheering. And the second it ended, Case went, okay, I have to leave. And then he just walked out and took the train back to the South Loop. Yeah. Wow, what a great game. We're like, this was such a fun night, guys. He just left.
2: He left so fast.
0: (laughs) In my mind, I was like, well – this is never going to end. I'm going to have night after night hanging out at <laughs> this apartment with these people in close proximity. Mm. And, like, I, I need to go home and sleep because I'm going to have plenty of more opportunities yeah. like this. And not only the long term, the in the immediate future, in mid-February of 2020, I will be doing this so much more throughout the year.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and wrong I was. It really taught me to savor every moment. And more importantly, savor every NBA All-Star game. Yeah.
2: True. More
1: importantly of all,
0: was that the
3: same night they wouldn't let me in the Holiday Club? It was. (laughs) I forgot. You all were underage and (laughs) you got in, and then I showed up and there was a new bouncer and he was like, "Sorry, that your ID isn't good enough," even (laughs) though I was twenty (laughs) one.
1: And we just like waved from inside. Yeah. We're
2: like, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's, like, came out. That's right. I
0: forgot about that because you oh, were you were twenty one. I had just turned twenty one. I think they had a curfew of like if you're eighteen but not twenty one, you can't get in after this time. But you were twenty one and they wouldn't let you in
3: because I had like I had like my outdated ID or I think I lost my ID and I was I like. I showed him something I proved I was 21, but it was just funny because you were all in there just like waving while I was outside.
1: It was one of those like little like flimsy paper temporary IDs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, <That's> right.
0: nope. <laughs> it's not good enough. Oh, well, Caleb, I- I'm sorry that happened, but I'm glad you all could join me here. Closing thoughts as we round out what could be the first of many or the first of one and only on shuffle episodes. We will, we will see the feedback on this, but closing thoughts. And let's start with Tally. You
2: always want to throw it to me.
0: I always do. Yes. And Tally take the baton and run with
2: it. Um, dear listeners, please um, give us your feedback. Talk to case. Tell him how much you want me to come on again for another one-on-one episode um to either talk about another vampire weekend album or to talk about a whole new artist in general I do have some more that I can talk about it's not just vampire weekend um I know you all think my voice is sexy and hot so you know they do,
3: they've been saying that
2: They've been saying it. I've seen the feedback case. Um shout out to Case's mom exclusively just her I want her to know that I love her so much. Um, and everything you heard me talk about today was a lie and never happened. Thank you.
0: Caleb closing thoughts. Um,
3: man, shout out to all my friends, mostly. Um, one thing I thought of while we're recording is, um, the the Wu Tang conversation we had last night.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> I, after I tagged all of us as Dipset members and I explained like, no, when I see a rap group, I think like, which one am I in this group? Caleb asked me to do that with Wu Tang, and he said my my tagging was incorrect.
3: Yeah, uh, what did you said you were? You were Method Man because you bring grit, grit and toughness, and
2: toughness. <laughs>
3: which is like. Method Man is like the most approachable <laughs> member of Wu-Tang. But
0: Method Man has that raspy voice that I love. I think it's okay. tremendous. I, I said Jake was the RZA, Caleb was Ghostface, and I was Method Man.
1: I don't know like near enough about Wu-Tang that you would have
0: an opinion on any of this. Um, Caleb and- disagreed. Caleb, uh, if I can find his text, I know we started talking about Stan Van Gundy rather rather soon after. <laughs> <laughs> but Caleb said... What, a,
1: what Jake a was garbage <laughs> fire of a group chat. <laughs> It was great. It was <laughs> Caleb popping up. Uh,
0: that Jake was Method Man, uh, Caleb was the Rizza, and I am inspected deck because I'm underrated, which was very nice of Caleb to say that I'm underrated.
3: And I mean it. And I think, uh, I think that's what the people think, too.
0: Well, tweet at us at underscore KSLO, c a s e l o w e and let us know which Wu-Tang member you think the four of us are. My closing thoughts is that it's an honor to be
1: in the Five Timers Club, and I would love to be back soon. It's kind of embarrassing that I've been on four episodes before this, and none of them cracked your mom's top three.
0: I'm on both Twitter and Instagram at that handle, at underscore case low. Like I said, it is s e l o It is my full legal name. And I would like to thank uh, my friends, not only Jake, but Tally and Caleb for coming on this show. This was a delight. This is the Art School Albums podcast. Please like and subscribe and give me some feedback and do whatever else. Uh, and if you want to hear more episodes like this, please let me know. And thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. Thank you. Goodbye. I love you.